0: Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you to apply God's Word to your everyday life. Today, we are in episode 79, and we're talking about how to build confidence God's way. If you had all the confidence you needed, how would your life be different right now? What would be different in your career? How would your relationships change? So many people could benefit from having more confidence. And to help you find more of it, first, we're gonna talk about what confidence is not. Confidence is not relying upon your circumstances. It's not a feeling, an act, or a fake it till you make it type of thing. So what is confidence? Confidence can be described as a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Does this describe you? No matter who you are, what has happened to you, what you've done, or where you are in life, you can build confidence that is unstoppable and unshakable. And the Bible teaches us eight ways to do it. So we're gonna talk about those today. Are you ready? Number one, stop comparing yourself to others. Second Corinthians 10, 12 tells us that comparing ourselves to others is ignorant. Ouch. When you compare your accomplishments with someone else's, you're only seeing the surface of their lives, not the full reality. And even if they are truly prospering, it's irrelevant as your purpose and your life is unique. And God's blessings are not limited. You don't miss out on a blessing simply because somebody else is getting blessed. Look, there's nothing wrong with letting others motivate you. At one time, the four-minute mile seemed impossible, but once Roger Bannister achieved it in 1954, many more did after that. But... Keep your focus on your purpose in this life. You can't run someone else's race, my friend. Number two, raise your standard. Insecure people tend to flock together. And if you wanna raise your confidence level, you will need to raise the standard of people that you surround yourself with. Now, I'm not suggesting that you ditch all your friends, but I am saying that it's time you begin to spend time Uh, are surrounded by people who are doing more than you, accomplishing more than you, and who are more confident than you. And you will likely feel uncomfortable and even more insecure initially because you will feel like an even smaller fish in a bigger pond. But I wanna challenge you to be okay with being uncomfortable for a bit. And as you begin to grow and to learn new skills and habits, you will begin to apply them. And when you do, you will begin to see the benefits and that is when your confidence will begin to grow. Number three, develop self-discipline. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27 reads, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. That's from the Apostle Paul. Your self-confidence is directly proportionate to your level of self-discipline. And if you struggle with self-discipline, you also likely struggle with self-confidence. And every time you fail to listen or take action on what you know you should do, my friend, you lose confidence in yourself and in your abilities. A lot of times we're praying, God, give me confidence. I'm just going to pull on the confidence from Jesus. But there are action steps that we need to take. And when we begin to take action, we then grow in our confidence. And of course, it's his working through us, but we've got to do our part. Our lack of confidence will continue to spiral downward as you flounder to try to control yourself. Look, being fully committed to do whatever you can to build your success every single day and to accept full responsibility for your life. If it's uncomfortable, you're probably on the right track. So don't hesitate to ask for help if you're struggling with procrastination or low motivation. And number four, find your inner conqueror. If you look at yourself as a victor, others are going to see you that way. If you see yourself as a victim, others are going to see you that way too. Romans 8.37 says that in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And this scripture means uh, more as in greater, superior, higher, better. Is this how you see yourself? Look, I'm not referring to an arrogant ego or just positive self-talk. I am talking about knowing who you are in Christ. Stop looking at yourself as a struggler or through the lens of your past experiences. See yourself as God sees you, superior, and others will see what you see. And number five, exchange the lies for truth. Are your inner words telling you that you don't have what it takes? Well, if you continue to listen to this voice, you will end up curled up in the fetal position on your sofa, watching Desperate Housewives reruns, wondering why you even considered stepping out. Instead, listen to the voice of truth. What does God say about you? If your inner words don't line up with God's word, you need to challenge your words, not his Number six, make mistakes. Look, this seems counterintuitive, but it's true. Many struggle with confidence because they fear making a mistake. Mistakes are not only okay to make, they're actually good. So go ahead, mess up. You grow most when you make a mistake and learn from it. And if you need encouragement to make mistakes, you'll find it in Isaiah forty-one ten, And it reads, fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And number seven, stop focusing on your lack of confidence. Whatever you focus on, you will hit. If your car starts to spin out of control and you keep focusing on the brick wall, guess what you're gonna hit? The brick wall. Why? Well, not because you wanted to, but because you focused on it. Stop focusing on not having confidence. All you're doing is reinforcing the fact that you don't have it. Instead, help others feel good about themselves, as 1 Thessalonians 5.11 tells us to do. So encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are already doing. And number eight, be yourself. Look, I realize that this is easier said than done for a person who struggles with confidence because people who lack confidence don't always know who they are. And many have spent so long trying to be something that they're not or trying to please other people that they've actually lost their own identity. And many will admit, I don't even know who I am or what I want. And if this is you, I want to invite you to make this your first task to find your own identity, get to know you. And I've got a great resource that I think will be a good starting point for you. It's called What's My Temperament? And it's a free guide to understanding who God created you to be. So I will go ahead and include a link in the description section as well as the show notes. Uh, Go ahead and get your hands on that. Begin to understand who you are in Christ because my friend, he has created you to be an awesome, very unique individual. And I really, truly want you to start embracing that. Well, my friend, I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I'd greatly appreciate it. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.